Any culture by itself is a very powerful force, at least when it comes to the worldview and life habits of any people group. Culture, in fact, has been defined as the ideas, institutions, and interactions that tell a people group how to think, feel, and act. Well, if that's an accurate description, then it's incumbent upon us as parents to better understand just how some of those ideas, institutions, and interactions are affecting or maybe even creating many of our children's appetites, attitudes, actions, aptitudes, and dare I say, addictions. Media and entertainment are just two of these vehicles through which our kids interact and form ideas, while our government, the mental health industry, and our education system are just a few of the institutions that actually codify so many of these interactions and ideas. Unfortunately, institutions don't always have society's best interests at heart. Raising healthy kids in a system that may be rigged against them, that's today on License to Parent. Well, welcome to Licensed to Parent. This is the radio outreach of Shepherd's Hill Academy, a year-long Christ-centered therapeutic residential program for troubled teens. Our host is Trace Embry, the founder and director of Shepherd's Hill, and I'm Rich Rosal. And Trace, while at one time American media and entertainment had a much more innocuous, maybe even a more positive influence on our nation's youth, today I think it's safe to say it really does take an intentional, discerning, even brave parent to help their kids navigate a cesspool of amusement that really threatens to destroy not only our kids, but our very culture itself. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, boy. I, I, I certainly agree. Uh, you mentioned brave. Uh, I'm not seeing a lot of bravery among parents these days, uh, not even among Christian parents. And I don't mean to bite the hand that feeds us, so to speak. I mean, we, we're broadcasting to parents. But, you know, Proverbs 27, 6 says, wounds from a friend can be trusted. And I hope that you can trust that we're not... Uh, uh, harming you, but uh, helping you, uh, even if it hurts a little bit. But, uh, you know, it takes bravery to tell your kid that he or she is no longer going to be indoctrinated with the filthy music of Cardi B or Jay-Z or Post Malone or The Weeknd or any num- number of others, especially when, you know, every other kid in the school, neighborhood, or church is having their soul turned into mush listening to their stuff. It takes bravery to tell your child that, you know, he or she, you know, now has a very limited amount of time to communicate with their friends on social media if, if you allow uh, your kids on it at all, especially when every other kid in their school, neighborhood, and church has unencumbered, round-the-clock access to their own addictive adult toy we call a smartphone. It takes bravery to say that these are the TV stations and the programs that we refuse to allow in our home, uh, especially when every other kid in the neighborhood, school, and Church has unencumbered. Uh, I'm hearing a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unencumbered access to every satellite station and program on the planet, including full-blown porn, uh, which people don't believe me when I tell them this, but I know, I know parents, uh, some Christian parents, who have no problem watching that stuff with their kids. I, I know that sounds off the charts incredible, but it's, it's true. So I think we live in a time... Uh, when we have to get out of our peacekeeping mode as parents, put on our big boy pants and our big girl pants, and get into a peacemaking mode. And that's going to take some guts on the part of parents. But I think it can help quell a lot of the problems that they're having with their kids otherwise. You know, because it also takes wisdom and, and common sense 101. And I have, again, parents to confirm uh, what I'm saying all the time. Trace, I, I think you may need to elaborate on that just a bit. I know you often talk about it, but there may be some of our 
parents in the audience that still don't understand really the difference between being what you call a peacekeeper versus being a peacemaker. Right. Well, Jesus said I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. Yet he's called the prince of peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. Uh, it doesn't say anything about peacekeepers, right? A peacekeeper is someone who sees me coming out of a hotel room with someone other than my wife, turns his head and says, that's none of my business. I'm not getting involved in that. Who are they really caring about? They're caring about themselves. They're not caring about me or you know the, the, the greater situation here. A peacemaker says, hey, Trace, we got to talk. You know, we got to tell Beth. We got to, I want to save your, your family, your ministry. That's a peacemaker. A peacemaking parent does the hard things on the front end and is even willing to lose a few battles, maybe even a few friends in the beginning to win the war in the end. I mean, these, these parents understand that keeping Junior smiling all the time isn't necessarily an indicator that they're doing a good job as a parent. What really comes to mind when I talk about this is the idea of gently but firmly holding other parents accountable for the things that they allow their kids to see and hear in their homes. And this is even more true when their kids are our kids' friends, and especially true if these are Christian parents. I mean, we are our brother's keeper. We're part of the same body of Christ. Christians are supposed to be accountable and united against sin. But like we've said, it's going to take bravery on the part of today's parents and a willingness to disappoint little Poindexter for a season to procure <laughs> the results that you know you and I and God are, are looking for in a healthy kid. The child-rearing years really should be a preparation for turning that kid into a into an adult, right? I mean, sure. But we have this this notion that you know there's this perpetual adolescence to where, you know, this is the time to. Let Junior sow his wild oats and just have fun and screw off and get the next level of a video game. And parents, that's not your job. That your job is to yeah. prepare your child to go into adulthood. Right. We're not raising kids. We're raising future adults. That's exactly right. Yeah. And we need to raise them so that they turn out as adults, mm-hmm. not as large children. Thirty-five-year-old guy, you know, living in his parents' and, basement. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, I've got to go clear up my basement. But that's a <laughs> totally different story. Uh, Let me welcome our guest today because I I think what she is doing plays right into this in that her role is to try to uh, raise the awareness of of how challenging and how dangerous culture can be to those of us who live within it. Mm -hmm. Tina Marie Griffin is a past guest on Licensed to Parent. She was with us back in April of this year. But uh, she started off living in farm country, bailing hay, milking cows, and decided that Hollywood was a more attractive option. And that she wanted to become an actress. So uh, at the age of 20, she headed west and enrolled at California State University, Los Angeles, to pursue a film and a TV acting career. And since that time has appeared in numerous films and television programs. But for the past 12 years, she has taken on more of the role of active, brave parent that you were describing a moment ago. She has been traveling and speaking around the globe to show how pop culture and media have been glamorizing harmful behavior without showing the consequences of that behavior. And toward the end of her message, she turns it around and points out how these messages are eroding the foundational development of today's youth. Now, throughout her presentation, Tina really wants to show that positive media, friends, and good choices all lead to a successful life, in her words. She and her husband, Luke, by the way, have four children of their own, whom they homeschool. If you'd like to hear that previous broadcast from April of 2018, you'll find it on our website at LicensedToParent.org. Tina, welcome back to Licensed to Parent. Thank you so much. Just hearing you uh, do the intro to this, program, I have five things already that I'm excited to share about that are just storming in my head. There's 
there's so much to be said about what's going on in today's culture, but there's hope. I, I know I've met a lot of people when I travel and speak around the country that are concerned, do care. They're just not aware that it's this big of a problem and that mm-hmm. their kids are being impacted that much. So thank you so much for having me back on. I have so much to share. We're going to have to make this a two-hour program today. <laughs> My experience, uh, I think like yours, tells me that way too many parents have no clue just how dangerous it actually is yep. on their kids' minds and emotions, their spirits, their brains, uh, even enjoying it, uh, uh, a lot of the stuff with their kids. Has that been your experience, and can you, uh, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I, I speak all the time. I take my kids with me on half the trips around the country. I have four kids, nine under, that I homeschool. I do the Abeka system. I love it just because I've been in so many schools in the last 15 years of speaking that um, I know what's going on behind closed doors, and I know the classes that they're offering and the sex education for even elementary students, and they're even asked, what gender do you want to pick? So for that reason, I homeschool. But it also gives me the freedom to take my kids with me on the road when I speak, um, and they get to see what living for Christ looks like. How Amen. do we get engaged in the culture but be not a part of it? And I love bringing my kids because it's also an education time for them, um, and they love to help, and they love to learn. But I am learning and seeing more and more that... A lot of parents do not have a clue what's going on with pop culture. Right. I just spoke down at Baton Rouge on the Save a Nation tour. It's truthforanewgeneration.com. People can go check it out. We have a lot of cities booked for next year. Um, it's with Josh McDowell, myself, Alex McFarland, Todd Starnes, Lauren Green, and many other amazing speakers, Jay Warner Wallace, a two-day jam-packed apologetics conference. Now, this place is uh, you know, bringing in a bunch of people, and I'm thinking they, of course, know what's going on for the most part because... They're here because they want to be here. They paid for a ticket to come, so they're probably going to know 80% of what I share. Not the case. This last weekend in Baton Rouge, I had parents coming up to me, some in tears. One woman, one mom took me around the neck, not hard, but like shook me a little bit and said, please, after what you just shared, tell my son to erase everything off his phone. Mm. Um, And she was so serious. And this kid came up to me and goes, I've been erasing stuff since you've been talking on stage. I'm getting rid of it because... People are not aware of how bad it really is. And when I do the research, I don't pick the worst show possible to freak everybody out. I'm picking the top shows watched by the most amount of people in our country, primarily by the teens. You guys, just Netflix alone, I've had people, when I speak, that are erasing Netflix and and unsubscribing from Netflix while I'm sharing because of these seven or eight shows they just blasted out in the last six months that are completely... Uh, demonic, occult, Wicca, witchcraft-filled. I mean, there is no doubt about it. In fact, Sabrina, the remake, I worked on Sabrina the Teenage Witch when I first went to L.A., uh, would bring my Bible to set, talk to different people that I work with on set, different actors about the Lord, invite them to church, all that. That was a comedy back then. Now, uh, there are many things to watch out for with The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's not a comedy. Um, It has seances. Mm-hmm. satanic activity. Millions of teens are watching and learning how to get in the occult, use a Ouija board. It's, it's absolutely demonic. The, the main character all. is wearing uh, like horns, satanic horns. In fact, the satanic temple just uh, put up a lawsuit against this TV show because they were using emblems and symbols that came from the satanic temple. <laughs> Copyright? That's how crazy this is. <laughs> Copyright issues for their satanic symbols. That's, I, I hate to laugh, but it, it's, it, it's that bizarre. 
Uh, it's that bizarre. Yeah. And kids are learning about this stuff. And I don't know if you guys heard about this, but last week, uh, right before I went on stage, a mom, a concerned mom said, look what happened in Florida. Two middle school students, I won't give you details, but it was very gory, were texting back and forth, were in the bathroom of a school, 11 and 12 years old, that were watching these types of programs and literally had 15 kids they planned on killing in the school, and a vice principal caught them in time because one of the girls was reported missing from class. And then they were going to kill themselves. Yeah. You can't tell me that entertainment is not literally brainwashing and training our kids how to carry out these heinous crimes. No, that, I have been warning parents for years. It, 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 yeah, as, as have, have we. Uh, recently, we had a parent weekend here where the parents spent the entire weekend, and we show them clips from the Hell's Bell series uh, done by Eric Holmberg. And uh, I'm playing them a few of these clips. It's a six and a half hour series, but they're going to see just a few minutes of it. And they're they're basically, you can see that they're they're about to break down in tears uh, that they would even consider letting their kids be exposed to this stuff. And then the real kicker is, I have to tell them, uh, this this series was produced in 2000. This is your music, folks. This is the stuff that you got indoctrinated with. And so, therefore, you feel like, you know, you can't really have anything to say about Junior listening to Cardi B and, and some of the others. You have to. I don't care what your background is. You you got to flip a switch and say, this is just not the way to do things. But can you give me some uh, some popular TV programs that too many parents allow their kids to watch today because they, they believe these programs? I know you mentioned Sabrina, but a few other ones that parents might not be familiar with because they're innocuously funny or interesting or otherwise worth the entertainment value. Can you rattle off a few that's, uh, that some of these parents would be aware of? There's a, a lot of them. Um, the other ones I uh, briefly go over is Lucifer was taken off of um, the main networks back in June, but now Netflix picked up uh, Lucifer, and he's looked upon as a good guy. That's the name of a TV show, <laughs> Lucifer. That takes guts from the person who created the show to even name a TV show after Lucifer. He's looked upon as a good guy. People feel sorry for him because God basically kicked him out of heaven, and Sympathy people are mad devil. at God. The, the viewers, the kids are like, how could God do that? So it's a very twisted message. We've got Anne with an E. You think, yay, Anna Green Gables. Um, no, two thumbs down from Tina Griffin here. Mm. Um, they just added five new characters. They're all lesbians with Anne uh, with you an can't E mess, on Netflix. You can't mess with Anna Green Gables. That's my wife's favorite story. As a, I know. Tell me about it. Get the DVDs. Go to Amazon. We just bought Little House on the Prairie, the whole entire, all oh, the no. seasons they ever made of Little House on the Prairie. The kids watch that. MacGyver. I'm buying shows from the 80s that you can still get your hands on because... Mm-hmm. The stuff today, you just can't. And then Netflix, it's so hard to shelter your kids from the nasty um, shows on there. And the crazy thing is 90% of them have demonic, satanic-looking covers. Like, you can easily yeah. look at Netflix and scroll through it and say, I don't want my kids to even watch any of right. it just by what it looks like. But kids are curious. Even if you put a cartoon on Netflix, within seconds they're done with that cartoon. They scroll over to the next show, and it's something that you do not, believe yeah. me, you do not want your kids to see. Like, Fuller House is on Netflix. Um, and they have, by the 13th episode, you're thinking, yay, Full House, back from the 80s, I love that show. It isn't. Fuller House is a uh, lot of sex-saturated stuff, even the, the, what the girls wear. Now that they grew up, they're in their 30s and 40s, they've got low-cut dresses on. Even Candace Cameron, I was really bummed out on. I've spoke with her at different events, but she has really short skirts she wears, low-cut tops, and two girls are kissing by episode 13, and two guys are kissing by episode oh 13 gosh. of the first season. It's a slow seduction, isn't it? I mean, it really has been, really since the It's a bummer. But I want your listeners to know that there is hope, so hang in there. I'm just kind of going through the shockers, and then I'll, there's a lot of positive entertainment options we could talk about. 13 Reasons Why is also a huge one by teens. 
there's cutting and suicide promoted in that. Literally show how you can commit suicide, which is why I tell parents and kids, you want to steer clear from it, here's why. And kids have killed um, themselves watching oh, that TV show. Yep. People don't realize that. Um, and so there's just a lot to watch out for. And there was even, um, and we think, oh, it can't be that bad. But then we have from uh, LifeSite News and other news sources that are credible, truthful information. Um, this came out back on October 10th. Witches outnumber Presbyterians in the U.S. Wicca <laughs> paganism growing astronomically. And I couldn't agree more. Just from what my friends have witnessed in L.A., what they're sending me with how the numbers of people that are, uh, people that are joining in Hollywood, these satanic occult groups, and what kids are telling me that are going on even in school walls. Because state and clubs are now reigning in a majority of schools today across this country. So, and I believe the attack is so strong because Satan knows he has such little time left to do the most damage possible. That's why parents have to be diligent. We have to wake up. I know parents, when I travel and speak nonstop, they're constantly telling me, Tina, we know there's a problem. What can we do about it? How can we stay ahead of the game? How can we get the power back in our hands? And my app, Counterculture Mom app, is the way that God told me to design, create, and do a system that notifies parents. So if they download the Counterculture Mom app for free, Google Play, iTunes Store, wherever, I send out notifications weekly that will let the parents know, guess what? This is coming out in 48 hours. Here's what it entails. Here's a talking points with your kids so they steer clear from it because many of their kids, their friends will want to talk about it and try to persuade them to watch it too. But here's why you want to teach your kids. And then have them learn the importance of making wise media choices. For example, the last blast I did last night was Riverdale Season 3. It endorses you guys, baby, sacrifice, no joke. Um, and so what happens, and they have makeout scenes with girls and guys with the same sex in hallways of their schools. It's really loaded. Some demonic stuff where there's a murder that takes place, a girl's covered in blood. All the teens, I'm not kidding you, a majority of teens are watching this season three, Riverdale, that just kicked off October 10th. Well, I blasted through my app. Here you go, parents, is what to watch out for. But I write it in a way where they can take action. Here's what to talk to your kids. Here's why it's dangerous. And here are some positive options instead to put in their head. And if I have evidence, which a lot of times I do, that these TV creators and the actors themselves shelter their own kids from it, it makes teens realize, hey, they want the best for their kids, but they don't care about me. I'm not going to support them with my time or my cash or my eyes. Um, And that's the attitude I want kids to walk away with, which usually happens when I show some clips of celebrities admitting what they're doing is wrong, oh, yeah, they I... shelter their kids, and that's all on my website, counterculturemom.com. Amen. So they can we... go in that video, video gallery and watch this and see the truth about what celebrities really think about the fans they say they love. Oh, yeah. Tina, real quick, let me, let me jump in. You've mentioned positive alternatives. We want to get to those next, but we do have to take a break. We're talking today with Tina Marie Griffin. You can find her online at counterculturemom.com. That is a great website name, counterculturemom.com. You'll also find her on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're talking today about the dangers of media and entertainment, and more importantly, what you can do to combat it and find better positive alternatives. More on Licensed to Parent with Tina Marie Griffin right after this. Remember back in the late 80s and early 90s as the internet hit the scene? You know, the information superhighway? We had great hopes that this new knowledge economy would make our teens more aware, diversify their tastes, and improve their verbal skills. But the enlightenment didn't happen. 
Technology has had the opposite effect. What once promised great hope for the future is now used to indulge in diversions. The Dumbest Generation by Mark Bauerlein, subtitled How the Digital Age Stupefies Young Americans and Jeopardizes Our Future, or Don't Trust Anyone Under 30, presents a portrait of the young American mind at this critical juncture, revealing the true cost of the digital age and our last chance to fix it. The Dumbest Generation by Mark Bauerlein, available in the store at LicensedToParent.org. Proceeds benefit the Shepherd's Hill Academy Scholarship Fund. Teen rebellion, depression, addiction, rage, cutting, and suicide are destroying our families today. But there is a way out. Shepherd's Hill Academy offers a 12-month Christ-centered nonprofit residential program where kids are being transformed with a biblical worldview and often medication-free. Christian apologist Ravi Zacharias is just one of many Christian leaders who understands what's happening at Shepherd's Hill Academy. It really is such an honor to come alongside Shepherd's Hill Ministries and licensed to parents to rescue those who have been seduced along the way. Uh, I cannot gainsay how important this is and to get behind a ministry like this, one will find the rewards to be extremely powerful in changing society. Get the help you need at Shepherd's Hill Academy. Go to HelpMyTroubledTeen.org. HelpMyTroubledTeen.org. Welcome back to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherd's Hill Academy. You'll find us online at licensedtoparent.org. And while there, you can also hear past programs, including our first visit with today's guest, Tina Marie Griffin, which uh, aired back on April 2nd of 2018. If you want to look back through the archives, you can find that and listen to her first appearance. In the meantime, though, Tina, we've been talking about um, some of the programs that, that may seem innocuous at first glance. For example, we were just talking about Riverdale. When that first came out, I thought, wow, this is a, a real-life version of Archie Andrews and the, you know, the Archies because Riverdale High School is where they went. But it's been nothing even remotely resembling that. It's been very dark the whole time. But what, what are some positive options that we can offer our kids? Yes, there are a lot. And once again... A lot of times parents don't know about this because secular media will not want to promote positive. They, want, they have an agenda. They're all connected. So when they promote sex, drugs, alcohol, suicide, all of that, what happens is kids engage in it. They become a victim, and then they're going to get abortions. More money is made on that and uh, drug, you know, to try to help kids with drugs. Thank you, by the way, for what you do because so many teens need a place like what you offer for them just because they've been impacted, either family abuse in the past or entertainment, and they're believing a lie at the state and selling them. So thank you for offering a solution to help them realize truth. But yes, if we can get positive content in our kids' heads, I know, I know that if we had much better entertainment options going into their brains, they would become a product of their environment that is uh, giving back to our society and helping, having a higher self-esteem, getting a vision from God, developing their talents to, to grow the kingdom, so many benefits come from feeding our brains the right content, just like when we feed our bodies the right food. Amen. And that's the correlation I give when I go speak. But I have a guide. It's a parent media guide. It helps them do a pop culture purge in their home. Parents can easily get it just by texting the word guide, G-U-I-D-E, 
to the number 444-999. So in your phone, you text to the number 444-999 in the little area where you write the word. You just put the word guide. You hit send, and then they will ask for your email. You put that in, and then within minutes, you will get this four-page PDF guide. Well, what's in it? Tons of positive content for parents. I, I hate to name names, uh, but I think it's biblical. Jesus did it. The Apostle Paul did it. Other script, uh, areas in Scripture. Name names. When a parent hears that Junior wants to watch a movie or even a TV show that features the names like Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Jason Bateman, Sarah Silverman, Kathy Griffin, no relation, I assume, Amy Schumer, no. and the like, what should that parent be thinking or doing, hearing those names? Praying for those celebrities, <laughs> and uh, you can look up so much information. If people are not familiar with celebrities, because a lot of people are not, they're like, I didn't know he was an actor and he worked on that. Mm-hmm. IMDB.com, Internet Movie Database, is where all, all these celebrities are listed, and they give detail of their career, what kind of movies they worked on. You can watch trailers for the shows ahead of time. You can go to PluggedIn.com as another spot. Punch right. in these people's names and what they're on, and find out the ratings of these movies and the plots ahead of time. Um, then you're not confused if it's decent or not because the, the bummer is you've got great actors that do Christian films forever, and all of a sudden, boom, they do a bomb of a movie that's got a lot of sexual, graphic, violent content, strip clubs, whatever, and you're like, what were they thinking? But you also do have guys and ladies that were doing a lot of graphic, horrible movies, but then they start doing Christian flicks, which we're seeing a lot of, mm. as of recent, a lot of great Christian movies that are out there. So... Do yeah, the are. research on the actor ahead of time, and I would say imdb.com and pluggedin.com because then you know before you take your kids to a movie or before they have 20 teens over and their friends over and they're all watching a movie together, you know what to expect ahead of time so you're not shocked yeah. and embarrassed or you're uh, scared to pull out the movie halfway through a scene even though you know you should. Yeah. And, um, and I hate to say it, but I need to be the pilot who lands the plane here. Our time no, has run out. High. Well, here's the good news. We can have you back again. You mentioned at the very start that you just immediately came up with five things we could talk about, so we could have you on five more times easily. Well, we're going to talk about Hollywood Exposed. I want to talk about that next time. Next time we yes. have you on. We've been talking today with actress and pop culture expert Tina Marie Griffin. She travels the country, travels the world, no doubt, speaking on the dangers of pop culture and what we can do about it. It's not a just stick your head in the sand. She's got tools that help us to become proactive in putting good entertainment, good influences in front of our kids and helping them to be well-rounded, well-balanced, and God-honoring adults when they grow up. You'll find her online at counterculturemom.com, as well as on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Tina Marie Griffin, thanks so much for being with us on Licensed to Parent. God bless Thank you. you so much. Download that app, and let's get connected, and let's win this country back for the Lord. Woo-woo! Yeah, <laughs> give us that uh, the text address one more time. You got it. Text the word GUIDE, G-U-I-D-E, to the number 444-999, and let's connect. And report in whatever you see that's bad that I need to warn other parents about. Excellent. Well, thanks again. We do appreciate it. And that is our time for today on Licensed to Parent. You'll find us online at LicensedToParent.org. And remember that the work that we do here on Licensed to Parent is just an extension of the work done every day inside the gates of Shepherd's Hill Academy. Shepherd's Hill is a year-long Christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis. And as we reach the end of the year, we ask that you consider helping us in that work. Help it continue with your tax-deductible gift of any size. There are many families who come to Shepherd's Hill every day looking for our help, but unfortunately, our resources are limited. 
Your financial support could make the difference in providing a scholarship for a family who can't afford residential care but so desperately needs it, and the time is critical right now. So please help us today. You can give securely online when you visit us online at LicensedToParent.org and then click the Donate button. Again, LicensedToParent.org. Our guest coordinator on Licensed to Parent is Daniel Fasina. Our technical producer is Carl Peets. For Trace Embry, I'm Rich Rosal, inviting you to tell a fellow parent about us and then join us again next time to renew your License to Parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. See you next time. <laughs>